already. A line already. It's time already. Shine already. Welcome to episode nine of Egg Type Boutique with Miss Bracia Bird. Radiate. I am Adria Merritt, the host of Egg Type Boutique, and I am joined by my radiant co-host, my one and only daughter, Issa Merritt. So Issa, let's go ahead and dig into our conversation. One of the things I really like about Bracia is she definitely radiates confidence, right? It definitely comes out of her. It She shines it. So how would you define confidence? I'd say confidence can really be connected to faith, like having faith in yourself. That's what confidence is. I like the word faith. And I think the word that comes to mind when I think about confidence is worthiness, right? Feeling worthy of just, you know, being yourself, expressing yourself, being comfortable in your own skin. One of the things that we definitely see with Bracia is she radiates confidence. And it's something that she seems to have picked up from her parents and definitely from her experiences. And being 18 years old as an author, as a motivational speaker, it's as if she wants to radiate that confidence for other people to pick it up as well. Can you tell when you're interacting with people whether or not they're confident or not? Do you think that's something that radiates or is it more can't necessarily tell? I definitely say uh, when interacting with someone with confidence, it's, a, it's another level of conversation. Like you can really have a good productive conversation with someone that's confident rather than having to dig into someone that isn't usually they won't stand by what they say so it's very wishy-washy all right so we are excited for this episode to present to you the confident bracia bird who is a motivational speaker a published author and she definitely radiates Good afternoon, everybody. I am really excited about today's chat. We have the opportunity to talk to Miss Bracia Bird, who is a published author. And that is super duper impressive. I know it's just as a writer from time to time myself, but I'm going to call that a part of my identity writing, it's challenging to be able to get your thoughts on page. So just to know that you at your young age have written a book is quite impressive. So Bracia, I'd like for you to go ahead and just introduce yourself, your creative self to the audience. Hello, everyone. Thank you for that lovely introduction. Just to go into more depth, my name is Bracia Bird. I'm from Surrey County, Virginia. I attend St. Augustine's University in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I am a published author and a motivational speaker. And I just want to help people throughout life. Um, I feel like God has blessed me with the purpose of living to inspire. And what that means to me is I want to motivate people to go after their dreams and to do what makes them happy and to help make this world a better place. How did you know at such a young age that you really wanted to, or you knew a part of your purpose was to inspire other people? Well, that's a great question. Just growing up, um, I went through a lot when it came to finding myself and like being confident in who I am. I had parents that stuck by my side and I had God in my life. So that foundation was solid. And I just had to grow and learn and understand my worth and what I brought to the table. And I feel like that's a continuous journey. So I just wanted the journey to be 
easier for someone else. I wanted to do something that could help everyone because we all go through the journey of self-discovery and understanding what we want to do in this life and how we want to make it a better place. So I wanted to write a book. And I've loved writing since I was little. Like I've been writing since I could learn. And I just wrote short stories. I wrote songs. I wrote poems at a young age. So I already had that passion. And then like throughout middle school, learning about myself and learning that everybody's not going to like you. And that's okay because you must love yourself. That's important. So I wanted to write a book and it's titled Self-Love, Love Self. And so, yeah, that's just a little bit about that. So it, I, I really like the way, obviously, your relationship with our creator is front and center, right? It is. It so is. delve a little bit more into that, because I also wonder if being 18, about to be 19 on a college campus, you know, coming through high school, just with everything, how, what is that like being able to stay true? Does that make sense to what grounds yes, you? Definitely. Um. Well, Every day that I'm here, every day that I'm here at St. Augustine's University, I tell myself, Bracia, you're one day closer to where you want to be in life. So make the most of it, you know, have fun, but remember your why. And just like I said, that that solid foundation of just having a relationship with Jesus. I mean, he's the reason why I am the way I am today. And he has blessed me so much in my family, my parents, my brother. Like They motivate me by just being themselves. And so I try to remember that, like, while I'm here, like, I mean, in life, you're going to see people doing different things, but you can, you can learn from anyone. You can learn what to do and what you can learn what not to do. And so I just try to keep that like at the front of my mind while I'm here and just to take advantage of every opportunity, but also help people. So you seem to have a deliberateness to you, you know, and I, I want to use that word deliberateness, like you wake up, you sounds like you ground yourself deliberately. Right. And then you follow through with that. So if we talk about your because it's hard, like I hear you saying at 18 that, you know, you know, some people are going to like you. Some people aren't. You can learn from people who do. You can learn from people who don't. So tell me about what you do to center yourself, what you do each day. I heard your morning mantra. But as Mm -hmm. you're going through the day, how do you keep yourself and your outlook positive? Well, sometimes it's so easy for ourselves to be negative towards ourselves and like the initial reaction. Like if you have an idea, your mind will sometimes tell you uh, you can't do it or try to look for ways why it's not going to work. And so when that happens, I try to tell myself, no, I can be my biggest supporter. You know, how some people say that you're your own worst enemy or whatever. I believe that you can be your biggest supporter. So whenever I feel like I'm discouraged or just kind of uncertain. I try to remember like, Bracia, you got this, like trust God, work hard, you know, try to talk to someone like you can trust about it. Like I talked to my parents about it, um, other mentors in my life. And I try to constantly surround myself with people that can benefit me, but also that they, you know, I can benefit from them and just the, the mutual, the healthy relationship. That's what I try to do. I try to st- stay around people who are like-minded, but also on a journey that I can learn from. Might not be the same journey, might be something completely different. But like I said, you can learn from it if you open up your eyes and your ears and just pay attention. So that's what I try to do. And I pray, I I take time to pray, I meditate. Sometimes I do yoga just to calm myself down because I have anxiety and it's a battle um, every day. But I remember that God is with me and I'm gonna be okay. Do you do anything specific 
at the end of the day to kind of reflect on how your journey has been that day? So as a writer, for example, right? Mm -hmm. Do you journal? Do you have a gratitude notebook? Like how do you, at the end of the day, because I'm sure you've encountered a lot of people. You talk about your mentors, you talk about how you learn from people. So how do you reflect at the end of the day to make sure you're taking your lessons forward in a proactive way? Definitely. I write. I write. I write in notebooks. I'll write in my phone in a note section and I'll just vent and I write how I feel. And some of my best pieces come from when I'm very emotional. I might be stressed. I might be unsure, but I feel like, you know, your pain, you can turn it into something that could help someone else. Like you can turn it into something. You can manifest it into something that can grow and just be beautiful. And so that's what I do. I, I write. And like I say, I reflect, I, I check off what I did today. And if I didn't do something, you know, that's okay. You know, I can do it the next day or whenever, but taking time to just calm down and have that me time is very important. And I try to do that. And I try to talk to God every day and read my devotionals every day. I try to do that. So I want, now I want to delve into, as you talk about your to-do list, your book. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Tell me, first of all, I want to know, how did you know that I'm really going to write a book? Okay, so I started writing my freshman year of high school. So that was like 2016, 2017. And like in middle school, you know, like I said, it was a lot of different things that I went through. And I would come home and tell my parents, like I was very, I'm a very transparent person. Like I keep it real. One thing about me, like I tell everyone, as soon as you come into my life, or even if we're just coworkers or we just colleagues, I always say, just keep it real with me. Be honest, be honest, because that's going to carry, you know, the relationship in the the long run. You want someone who's going to be honest and transparent so you can trust them. So um, I would come home and tell my parents everything that happened, any incident, anything. You know, they would give me their advice and everything. And so I would always tell my mom, like, I want to be able to take what I've learned and give back. I want to be able to do that. And like I said, I had been writing my whole life already. And my mom was like, tell you your story. That's Every time I talked to her about it, she said, tell your story, Gracia. Tell your story. And then I was like, so you really saying like, tell your story. And she said, yes. She said, you've been writing your entire life. Why not? Why not write a book? And my dad was right there. Like, write it. You know, you can do it. He said, you have so much that you've learned, Bracia, and you're still learning and you're eager to learn. So why not share what you've learned thus far? And so I was what? Four, I don't even know. It was 15. Yeah. 15. And then that's when I started writing and just kept writing. And then I released my book, January 1st, 2020, which was my senior year of high school. Self-love, love, self. So that's, and the thing, the thing about it is what the main character goes through. Majority of the things that she goes through are events that actually happened to me. And some of the events that happened to her are what I've seen other girls go through as well. Got you. So you were observing. And you were taking, whether you observing or reflecting from yourself, you observing those around you. So it was really a true mirror reflection of what goes on in the journey. Exactly. And like you said, mirror reflection, that's why I named it self-love, love self. When you look at the word, it's the same word, just flipped. And so I wanted to do something. I was like, hold on, I want, I'm creative anyway. So how can I make this book stand out? So I said, you know what? It's about self-love. 
But in order for you to have self-love, you got to love yourself. So all I did was flip the words. And then I said, okay. I said, I shared it with my parents. I said, what y'all think? And they, they loved it. And then the cover wanted to do something that could represent every girl. Yes, the book is dedicated to girls, but anyone can learn from it. But I wanted to represent every girl in this world. And I tried to do silhouettes. And some of these are. I think I friends. recognize your mom's silhouette. Oh, is your mom one what, of the silhouettes? That's what everyone says, but it's not her. <laughs> it's my, it's just, my friend. <laughs> I just knew that was your mom's silhouette. Okay. Yes, that's, that's what everyone thinks, but uh, that's my friend. But yeah, some of uh, the girls are my friends. And then it's actually me. I'm up here a couple of times. I see you for sure. I, I recognize <laughs> you. Yeah. I love the image of the silhouettes of young ladies because you really capture individual none of them really look alike i mean granted i i think that there and you correct me if i'm wrong maybe multiple of you or no yes it will yes definitely okay but then there are others but i love that they're individuals yes. right I, I try to like make it diverse mm -hmm. so when you when you look at it you'd see oh well she kind of looks like me or oh she she looks like my cousin you know something relatable but every day i wanted to just be as open to anyone. That's what I wanted to do. Open. Yeah. Now you have 14 chapters in your book, yes. right? So I imagine just from what you shared so far, you, you say how you will write things down in your phone. You write things down in your notebook. You're writing all the time. You started this freshman year. You pushed it out your senior year. Did you then have a process of having to call back and decide which were going to be your 14 chapters. Like, how did you decide what was going to be the content of your book? Yes. Um, you know, sometimes you think you're done, but then you get another boost of motivation or something like triggers and you like, no, I need to talk about this. So, yes, there are several times when I wanted to write something. And then I was like, no, this can sound better. And then I, you know, talked to my mom. I talked to my grandmother because she's a retired English um, teacher. And so I would get advice from different people in my life who I could trust. And the thing about it is um, I kind of move in silence most of the time. The only people that knew I was releasing a book were the people that lived with me. My parents, my brother, and like my grandma, she lives next door. But you get what I'm saying. Like, I didn't really want everyone to know because you have to protect your dream. You know, sometimes doing different things. Some people are just quick to try to shoot you down just because you're you're doing it and you're young or you they haven't met anyone doing something right now. I don't know. People are interesting. And so I prayed about it. And God told me that there's nothing wrong with just letting people know when I wanted them to know, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So then with that being said, so was it hard for you to decide which 14 chapters or I want to go back because I can tell that your relationship with our creator strong. So can we say that your prayer kind of guided you to which 14 chapters were going to be the content or your sequencing? Because Bracia, putting a book together is real deal. I mean, that's yes. serious, you know, yeah. organizing it, writing it. You know, you even mm -hmm. think about the process for some of us of writing an essay and you wrote a yes. book. Yes. So I want to know more about your process for how you organize the content, how you finalize the content, how you got it through publication. Tell me about that journey. 
Okay, so I also had, um, I told one of my English teachers at school that I was writing a book and I wanted her to read over it and everything. She gave me her honest opinions because she knows that I value honesty. And so she told me how she felt. She said it was great, bestseller, you know, material. And um, she just gave me her transparent advice and I appreciated that. And so I would look at what she said. But also, you know, be honest with myself about how I feel, you know and appreciating her advice. And so I wanted to make sure I had trust God, number one, because at first that wasn't number one. I was putting it like, it was like number three or something. But then I was like, hold on, I keep God first in my life. So this definitely has to be the first chapter. And then from then on out, once I, or literally once when I made trust God, at number one, the first chapter, everything else, I knew where to put it. Like everything else fell in line. I was like, I'm going to talk about this. Then I'm going to go into that. Then I'm going to talk about this. It flowed perfectly. And I was like, you know what? You know, I appreciated her for telling me that because she, you know, was honest with me and I valued that. And so from then on out, I knew what I was going to do. You know, you go back over stuff and and sometimes you're like, am I done? Am I not? But I knew when I was done. I knew. You knew. Yes. Okay. Very nice. Okay. Let's talk about your other venture motivational speaker yes so yeah talk about that how did you get into public speaking yes okay so um in school and in my community in my church you know people always you know are ready to suggest that I do something whatever you know I'm, I'm interested in doing it I'm excited and so I would speak at church all of the time and I would speak at school um but I didn't really title myself a motivational speaker until my first like big major speaking engagement. And that was when I was um, asked to speak at my former middle school. And so that was a big honor. I was like, oh, I would love to speak. And so uh, it was a lot of people there. I mean, I don't even know how many, but it was packed. And I decided to make my message very intentional. Everything that I do, it's intentional. Um, Every move I make, I try to have meaning behind it and have purpose behind it so I can continue to move forward in life. That makes any sense. I, my mindset is different. Like I know people say you're way beyond your years. I get that a lot, but I mean, it is, it's the truth. And so I want to do something that was intentional. And so I decided to break up the letters in the word epic. And I was like, you know what? They got to make it epic. You know, they're in eighth grade about to go to high school. They got to make it epic. And so I decided to use E for evolve, P for persevere, I for inspire and C for complete. And basically I just talked about how in life you have to grow and learn and then you got to persevere. You can't give up. You know, someone's always going to be watching you. So you might as well inspire them. And then you got to finish strong, complete. Got a standing ovation. You know, it was amazing. They loved it. I actually gifted them um, wristbands that said make it epic class of 2024, I believe, or whatever class it was. And so yeah, it was amazing. And um, yeah, and it's from then on out. And that was before I released my book. So that was June 2019. Yep. And then January 1st, 2020 is when I released my book. But from then on out, that's when I started getting major, you know, more and more book speaking engagements, local churches, um, virtual events, um, community organizations, youth groups. Uh, everywhere. And so God is good. So how do you market yourself? How do people find out about your book? How do people find out about how they can contact you as a motivational speaker? 
Definitely. Well, I'm in the process of making my website, so I'll definitely send you that information when it's done. But you can find me on Instagram. Um, I have a book Instagram for self love love self. All right, um, say it, spell it out, tell it out. Okay, what so is it? My my book's Instagram is self love self book. So it's just self love self book. And then on Instagram, you can type embrace your bird. That's my personal one. You can type embrace your bird on Facebook. B R E C H A accent mark on the e and byrd and um yeah i just use social media because that's i mean that's a growing industry (laughs) they have tiktok you got twitter you got everything and so i try to i have it at my fingertips i have everything at my fingertips so i try to market myself on social media um and then word of mouth as well just um telling people you know when i meet people sharing networking and just being open because you never know you never know the possibilities if you just you know have faith And so I try to do as much as I can, take advantage of every opportunity, definitely. Now, that's one side of you. You are a published author. You are a motivational speaker. You're a college student. And I do believe you're a student athlete. Yes. Yes. So talk about that side of you. Um, Well, I noticed that me being me, um, some people don't really know how to approach me or handle me. Um, Some people are curious and don't understand why I do what I do. And so when you're around people who don't really have the same mindset as you, that can be sometimes frustrating or awkward. But I remember, you know, everybody's different. And all I have to do is be myself and always acknowledge God. So, I mean, you know, some people are going to like me, some people aren't. But I always try to remember, you know, why I'm here and how I want to help people. And so I'm my authentic self to everyone that I meet. Bracia is going to be Bracia. Bracia wants to help you. Bracia wants to motivate you. You know, Bracia wants you to be your best self. And so college has taught me a lot thus far. It's only been one semester and I'm on my second semester right now. And I've learned beyond just the books and the classes. I'm learning about life and I'm taking mental notes. I am definitely. And I love the fact that God has blessed me um, to play the sport that I love. What do you play? Basketball. Okay. Yes. What's your I'm position? Basketball team here at St. Augustus University. I am a guard. Okay. So I can play one, two, and a three, and even a four. Sometimes, you know, if they want me, they want to put me down a little. But um, definitely the one, two, and the three. And I just love basketball. I've been playing since I was like five, and so you know, it's just amazing. Like whatever I'm, whatever I'm involved in, I just want to um, do my best and motivate the next person to do their best too. That's really it. <laughs> So I I love three words. And so I always introduce three words of some sort, right, to kind of bring my segment to a close. So, But I want to go back to your book because I just think self-love, love self, the message of that is just so strong. And especially, I think, being in this pandemic where a lot of people have been you've been home, you kind of your your environment has been limited. You've had to sit with yourself. Some people longer than they've had to sit with themselves in any other time, right? And really face mm-hmm. himself. So if you were to think about three words that capture the message that you would have or the advice that you would have for anyone about loving themselves, mm-hmm. so words, not phrases, what three words do you think would be powerful for a young lady or a young man? Because like you said, your book is versatile. It can go with anybody. Mm-hmm. What are three words that are critical for anyone who is on this journey to self-love? First one would probably be transparency. 
Transparency, because I've learned that although it may be easy for me to be honest with other people and honest with myself, it's not easy for everyone. You just have to be able to have real conversations with yourself, like self-reflection, evaluation, all of that, like and learning about yourself. That's so important. And so on that journey, just be real with you. Stand firm in how you feel. Stand firm in what you believe in. But you have to have transparency. That's number one. <laughs> um, the second word would probably probably be trust. We can be very uncertain of what's going to happen, of the unknown, of actions and how people feel. We can be very worried. And so you have to trust the process. And also my trust in God definitely has helped me. Like I said, it's the reason why I am who I am and the reason why I've come this far. And so trust is so important for you and yourself and and God. Yeah, definitely. And the third word that will probably be kindness. We need more love in this world. Like aside from just loving yourself, we need to be able to reciprocate love and give love back because it is a beautiful blessing. Love, just having compassion and being there for people and just being kind. So, I mean, if you're trying to love yourself, if you're trying to show more love, that's where kindness comes in. Because you can, it can be the smallest thing and you can make somebody's day and you don't even know what kind of day that they're having, you know? So I would say definitely kindness, just trying to make this world a better place, definitely. So everybody, you heard it from Gracia Bird, who <laughs> is author, motivational speaker, student athlete, who is telling <laughs> us that the three words that are so important for anyone who is on this journey to self-love, transparency, trust, and kindness. Bracia, I am so thankful that you were willing to give of your time. Your spirit is beautiful. So what does being authentic mean to you? Ooh, authentic. I think authentic means being true to what is important to you, being true to um, who you see yourself as, being consistent with it, Um, So no matter who you're with, you are the same version of that person. And I think being authentic also means that when you are alone, you are very comfortable in the skin that you're in. Authentic. So what would you say is the definition of authentic? What does that mean? I definitely agree with everything you said. But one thing I want to add is no matter is not lying to yourself, because no matter what you say your intentions are for, you know in yourself what it's really for. Like, you can be saying this stuff and you know that that's not what it is. And I feel like you can do anything, even if it's something that people wouldn't say is, like, true of yourself. But as long as you know what your intentions are, then that's authentic. All right, so it sounds like you're saying that it's tied to intentions, Right. It's tied to 
your motivations for what it is that you're doing. So it's not just what you're doing, but it's like there has to be an alignment between what you're doing and why you're doing it. Exactly. Okay. Consistent with that. So do you think it's difficult nowadays to find authentic people or do you think nowadays we do see, especially with um, social media and just really people being out there with other people a lot, projecting themselves. Um, do you think it's easier to see authentic people or more challenging? I think since a lot of people have different versions of what being authentic is to them, um, that can definitely change how I look at your question. But I think it's easy to find authentic people because how someone presents themselves to you, that's still a part of who they are somehow. Even if it's not exactly who they are when they're alone, it might be someone that they're trying to become and there might be on their journey to grow to get to that. So seeing someone present that front to you is like seeing them in some way in a raw form because it's them trying to reach that point. Okay, so it's two takeaways I take from that. One takeaway I take is we're multifaceted, right? And so because we are multifaceted, there are different layers to our being authentic. The other piece that I heard is the word becoming resonated within me. Like we are always on the journey to becoming and evolving. And so because of that, we emerge in different layers of our authentic selves will emerge and progress over time. So we're not static. It's not always going to be the same. Exactly. Okay. So one of the things we love about Miss Bracia Bird is she definitely radiates authenticity. You're going to hear in the chat that she talks with Issa about transparency, keeping it real with who you are. She likes to keep it real with people and she expects people to be their authentic selves with her. So we are now going to hear how she radiates her true identity. Miss Bracia Bird, everybody. So hi, I'm basically going to talk about the journey to self-love and how you built up your confidence. But um, I want to start with how did, like, when did it start to, like, weaken? Like, what first broke it down? Because I feel like everybody remembers, like, that first experience. Uh, my, like, my confidence and everything, definitely. That's a great question. Um, I would say in middle school. Uh, definitely. Yes, middle school was a very trying time. You know, you start paying attention more to your appearance and everything and just who you are and discovering who you are. And so some people would make comments about me, um, my, my eyebrows, my skin tone, um, my height, just different things. And so it was very hard for me to just like take that like my whole life you know my parents have been uplifting me my brother looking up to me so I never really got hate like just right in my face and so yeah girls some girls would just be petty and you know just immature and so yeah that's when it started started to like get really um bad that was like the same thing for me like I feel like it was it wouldn't even be for like one thing. Like they would be going for everything, like your hair, your body, like, oh my gosh. Cause I was like, 
I was so skinny. So I would have to like go and buy belts and I would have to like take a knife and like stab extra holes in them to like tighten them. Yeah. And like people would be coming to me for that. Like, do you want my pants hanging off? Exactly. Like, why are you worried about that? Exactly. Like, it's not your business. And then also, it was like, then they would talk about your hair. Yes, definitely. That happened to me too. Yeah. Cause it's like, what are you supposed to do about that? And it was like, the people that would talk about your hair, they were, it was mostly like guys and they would have like the same hair texture. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, why are you worried about me? Mm -hmm. Why? Yeah. I would just, pick it out and put it with a puff like okay like it would like it came to the point where it's like me and my friend were like just talking about this how it was like you didn't even care how you looked at one point because they were going to say something like no matter what but I wasn't really I feel like the difference was out between like my experience and yours is I wasn't as sensitive to it because I feel like it was like every day and I knew it was like just jokes and also like you said you have like a little little sibling but I have older brothers so it was like they would be doing that to me like before I even got there so it was mm-hmm. kind of like mm-hmm. whatever I, what I understand what you're saying but I mean so the journey like in middle school it was just a lot for me I mean I didn't I wasn't depressed but I just you know I, I was asking my mom like why do people have to be mean why can't people just show love? Why can't people just be nice? Why can't people, mm-hmm. you know, and she would just tell me that that's life. You know, some people are going to be who they are and um, you can't control them. And so, but I wanted to give that love back. Like no matter how bad I was treated, who talked about me. I love that. I wanted to give more love. That gave me motivation to give more love back. I was never going to be bitter and just re- seeking revenge. Uh, and that that came that stemmed from my relationship with God, so I was able to give that love back. That's amazing. Was it like a process for you to do that? Like, were there times where you wanted to like be back? Times, several times. Look, it, I know you read the book, so I some, did. It was so good. Some, thank you. Thanks for your support. Some of what happened to Lola, um, it happened to me. Like the m- majority of the things that she experienced, and so some people would just be petty uh I can say in particular like the birthday about Lola's birthday like that actually happened Mm -hmm. to me dang yeah like when she was talking junk to me on my birthday and I was like you know what you handled it good though girl I was not I was like (laughs) the devil wants me to cuss her out (laughs) and be me but I'm gonna handle it like a g Mm -hmm. um he can be who I am, be authentic with her and just be like, yeah, this is my hair. Okay. Have a great day. Like, no, like I know who I am. I know whose I am. And so I was like, no, I'm just going to dust that off. Rise above. Rise above. You're amazing. <laughs> cause I'm going to be honest. Like I was not that kind of person. <laughs> like, cause especially like hearing like my friends talk to me now about some of the stuff they went to through like in middle school also there was that thing that was when this thing first started the whole light skin versus dark skin thing like really came up yeah and it's like my friends are like most of my friends are browner than me so they would tell me about how like people would like point it out and it's like that part made me like kind of go into the give love back because it's like I would never want someone to feel that 
Girl, it's, it's, it started back in the day, like slavery and all of that, that whole negative mentality. And that's why I wanted to write a chapter specifically attacking colorism, because mm-hmm. it's real. And some people might try to act like it's not real, but it is. And everybody needs to love this skin that they're in. And I just want people to know that they're beautiful. It doesn't matter what shade you are. It doesn't matter. It's about, honestly, your beauty comes from within. And so people get that misconception of putting people down and all of that and focusing on materialistic things. But it's important to have, you know, be a genuine person, definitely. And Mm -hmm. your skin is beautiful, definitely. So I, I I just want people to show love. That's what we need more of. We do. Yeah. Cause I was reading your book and I was like, I was like seeing like the stuff that you would say people would say about you. And I was like, okay. And then like I went to your page and I was like so confused because I was like, you're so pretty. It's like people were really <laughs> saying something about everyone. Yes. Thank you so much. You're beautiful as well. <laughs> Thank like, you. Yes. They will. It doesn't matter, Issa. It does not matter. Like people just try to say anything to put you down, girl. Doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter where you are in life it's always going to be somebody trying to knock you down and it doesn't have to be like that it doesn't really so when like now do you have I know like I feel like everyone does so it's like now when you have moments when you're insecure like how do you get back to that confident self Mm, that's a great question y'all answer y'all ask (laughs) some great questions um well usually I try to talk to my mom about it you know, my dad, like I'm real close with them. And so I'll tell them how I feel or like, you know, somebody like a mentor in my life. And then I just try to remember like who I am. I mean, I'm a very humble person, but at the same time, sometimes you have to remind yourself, like when people put you down, that you are yourself, you're unique and you're worthy. You're worthy of accomplishing every dream that you have. You're worthy of being who you want to be like you're worthy of that and nobody has the right to tell you you're not so I try to be honest with myself and remember and I'm a daughter of the of the king like God is number one in my life so it's like no no I know who I am and I know whose I am so I try to remember that like in those moments like actually sit down and talk to myself and be real with myself like no you just getting started don't worry about what the haters have to say just keep being you Mm -hmm. I love that. It's like, because it's like, I feel like sometimes I'm definitely like too hard on myself. Mm -hmm. Like even a couple, it was, this was just like maybe two days ago. In the morning I had woken up. I was feeling so confident. I was getting my work done. I felt so smart. And in the (laughs) afternoon I had to record a video for a scholarship. Mm -hmm. And I'm not playing when I say it took me like, it took me literally 50 videos to get it right. And it was like a two minute video because I kept like, stuttering and I got tired and I was mad and like I was like telling myself I was like oh my gosh like you're so stupid like why are you even in college like you're so stupid Mm -hmm. but then like I was like okay it's one video you know yeah Yeah, and and, like and it's so quick like you see how it was fast for you to say something negative about yourself Mm -hmm. we got to train our minds for it to be that fast to say something positive about ourselves like we got to train our mind that's that starts from up here and so it's like whenever I feel like that whenever I feel like I'm about to tell myself myself something degrading something put it like that's gonna put myself down I try to counteract and try to say something positive about myself and try to motivate myself um just because like your mindset is so important 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. It can change like your outlook on everything. Yes. And also yes. I love how much you talk about like your relationship with your parents, like how you can tell them everything. It's like yeah. I tell them some stuff, but uh-huh. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's understandable. But yeah, I just I'm I'm grateful for that relationship. And I, that's part of who I am too. I'm very transparent. And mm-hmm. so I just keep it real with people. I don't want people to keep it real with me. Issa, if you can't keep it real with me, you can't be in my life. I tell <laughs> my females friends that. I tell my male friends that. I tell anybody that's, you know, trying to be in my life, coworkers, mm-hmm. colleagues, like, just keep it real. Be honest. Say what you got to say. I value that. I, I love do. that. And are there any, like, okay, this is my last question. I know we talked about um, saying those positive things, but are there any, like, physical things you do that help you get back to that yeah I pray and I meditate and I do yoga too because it just helps me like I sometimes I do battle anxiety and so mm-hmm. I have to like calm myself down and like be okay that I can't control everything like even today it was raining before before I left and I was getting mad because it was raining and I was texting your mom I was like I'm, I'm gonna drive slow probably because you know everything but I wanted it all to work out and sometimes it bothers me that I can't control things and so I try I feel to, that same thing yes I try to like Gracia like you're good like just trust God you know take one day at a time um and yeah I try to just like clear my mind like at the end of the day just like sit and meditate think about what I accomplished today and how I'm going to accomplish more tomorrow, but also take that me time for you to just rest and calm down. Cause you know, we put ourselves through a lot mentally each day. So you have to, you know, make sure that your mind is healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for that. And thank you for no your problem. time. That was a great conversation. Shine already. It's time already. Shine already. It's time.